Hi, all. Welcome back to Kindness in Crisis. We had a little glitch with our equipment here. So this will be recorded as part two, and Kim will work her magic and blend them together. We'll, we'll try. No, we will. I'm sure we will. <laughs> we still have Ryan with us, right, Ryan? I'm here. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think what I was talking about was just like when you're out in the world, it doesn't matter. You know, it does matter if you're at the, at, at the veterinary office or at the ER or even just out in your yard is just bringing kindness and compassion along with you and, and a little extra for those that have to be at the front lines is really critical at this time. Yes. I know at the front desk, we love kindness. Um, I just wanted to mention um, yesterday, we had a gentleman that came in with his very small dog who had been attacked by a, by a big dog. Aww. And he came in and he was so lovely. He said, I know I didn't call ahead. You know, I just wanted to, you know, make sure everything was okay with my dog. And she had a lot of blood. Um, so we took care of her and took care of him. And he, we sent him home so we could fix her. And he came back and he just was beaming. And he said, you guys are the best. I've come here from another state. And I just want to tell you, I love you. And I was just like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I love you. (laughs) But that, those type of things are, you know, we're doing things to help people. And very often, you know, in, especially during this time, we can get some, um, Kind of what I call back talk. <laughs> and um, what's interesting is lately, especially with the pandemic and shortage of staff, people will say, how long is this going to take? You know, oh, how long geez. is this going to take? Yeah. And the girls, I'm one of the older salty ladies at work. And, you know, I usually say, well, you know, this is going to be an all day experience. And we really can't (laughs) tell you how long it will be, especially if we get another case that comes in. Now, meanwhile, this happened recently. Um, A dog had an ear infection. Um, The dog was not critical. And as I'm the man is asking me how long it's going to take and I explain, you know, it can be an all day experience. Hopefully it's not. a group of people came rushing behind me with a critical that they needed to do CPR on. So, um, you know, we in the in the emergency hospital, we just never know what's gonna come at any one point in time. So it's really hard to say how long it's going to take, especially at the emergency hospital, even for humans, too. You know, like if I went up to a nurse and said, how long is this going to take? She'd be like, go sit down or leave. You know, like we can't tell you that. There's really no way of knowing. Right. Um, Even if you come in through ambulance in a human hospital, you still don't know, you know, how long it's going to be. You could be laying in a bed for hours and hours and hours before they're doing CPR on the guy in the next bed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's just the thing that I think is so hard is that, you know, People expect us to tell them, you know, it's going to be 20 minutes or it's going to be, you know, two hours. And we really can't do that. And it's really hard. And then when we can't give people that that kind of amount of time, then their frustration builds up and, you know, things like that. Unless, you know, you're a very reasonable person and you understand, you know, I'm here at the hospital or 
very often people will say, is it okay if I just head out and, and, you know, do a few errands or whatever and come back? And very often we say, yes, please. (laughs) Please, please. You know, there's, I tell them this is where the Dunkin' Donuts is. This is where the Starbucks is. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, and I get a lot of mileage out at my own vet by bringing a dozen donuts or half a dozen donuts. I just think that sometimes, you know, we just don't take that moment to appreciate you know, all that they're going through. Well, uh, my experience with them was, you know, not a crisis or it was very timely and I was in and out in 20 minutes and, you know, everything went smoothly. I just feel like at this point in time, I think we did just going into the fall, we did coffee and donuts for the guys who rake the leaves at the dog park. Right. And we, you know, I know I've brought donuts to the staff at my vet. We've done stuff for the e- a local ER too. So Vet Tech Week. Yep. Take a moment out of your own life, find a place you love, whether it's hand cut donuts or Dunkin' Donuts or a box of munchkins or even a box of Russell Stover chocolates. They go mm. goes a long way at the front desk of any of these places that we're talking about. <laughs> right. Just because yeah. so few people are kind of taking the deep breath and appreciating them for being there for us. Yeah. What are your yeah, thoughts I, I on that, a- Ryan? <laughs> I, I, I think it's, I mean, everything that you're saying, I completely agree with. It's to remember that people who join this industry, by definition, do it because of the love for pets and animals um, and pet owners, right? And, and so I, I think you know, if, if you keep that in mind, that they really are trying the best they can and, and they're they're doing the work they're doing to serve pets like yours, even if your, your pet's turn hasn't come yet. Um, that's an important level of empathy to keep in mind. And with, with this pandemic, again, going back to CSRs, I think that's what's added to the stress is, you know, most CSRs take the job because they're excited to interact with pets and pet owners, right. uh, especially, the, especially the animals, right? But with things as, as busy and stressful as they've been and as demand being as high, as, high as it's become, uh, many of our CSRs have, have told me that they feel more like glorified call center mm-hmm. employees because yeah. they're yeah. just stuck on the phone all day taking appointment calls and I'm here in the parking lot and I need my dog's food and medication and you know demand is just so much higher as I keep talking about. And so many of them are missing out on what was supposed to be the most rewarding part of their job, especially when we were going through curbside. And so I, I'm just listening off more and more reasons to show empathy. Um, but just keep that in mind. If, if you understand that our, um, our priorities are the same, and that is the health of your pet. I think things just become a lot easier for everybody. Right. Well, I think this has been a great conversation, and I know it's going to help a lot of our listeners and, um, you know, to kind of forge forward and, and also, you know, taking a minute to kind of recognize is this something that needs to be seen immediately or can it wait? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And how do we patch through and everyone have a little bit of patience? So, but I can't thank you enough, Ryan, for taking time out of your busy day. And, you know, I'm just, I'm going to thank Kim too, because she keeps us so organized. She's got batteries at the ready. She's got the (laughs) microphone set up and our equipment all ready to go. And, and so, you know, when I actually was sitting down to reflect on my 2021, she was at the top of my list. So thank you for everything you (gasps) do for us. (laughs) (laughs) We we definitely have a good uh, team here, Kelly. 
I, I for sure feel that. And I know that you folks can't see what Kelly is doing the whole time that we are podcasting, but she's feeding my dogs. <laughs> I'm going to post a picture with on our uh, social media of the pressure I have been under this entire podcast with Nora and Neve staring at me. Just staring, sitting on the couch, staring at me until my hand goes in the box and gets a cookie (laughs) and then comes out and gives it to them so that they behave. (laughs) So Ryan, I have um, four dogs. I have a Bichon um, mix, a Maltese, a Yorkie, and and a very old Yorkie that we just adopted. And um, he, the old man Yorkie is still eating. (laughs) Like he takes like forever to eat, which is good. He's quiet. Wally keeps running back and forth because he wants to go outside because he knows when he comes back in, he gets a treat. And Kelly is sitting here with the two girls and she is, you know, Kelly knows how to keep them quiet. Well, she has these like, um, you know, those like jugs that you see at a bar that have like those puffed balls of orange cheesy things. I don't even know what they're called. I I would equate it to Cheez-Its. I would equate it to Cheez-Its. Yeah. So, but they're for dogs. And so I take one out and these two dogs are so little that I take one and I make them actually like bite off a piece of it. And then I give it back and forth to them. And this has been like a CrossFit workout for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're, it, if you could see them right now, they're staring Kelly down. <laughs> they're like, give me some more. Give me something. Well, we also want to talk a little bit about our, our, um, our latest sponsor. Yes. Metro Pets and Natick. Metro Pets and Natick, where you can bring your fluff ball for some fear-free grooming. Is that what they call it? Fear-free grooming. My girls go and they are so fantastic with Sophie, especially because she's like literally vibrating when she walks through the door. She's shaking when she would go to a groomer and it's this very, um, you know, it's not about the churn of like doing 60 dogs a day. It's about making the best experience for each dog that comes through the door and they take their time and they will really only do what they think the dog can handle, right? which is great. So Riley and Sophie always look beautiful and smell wonderful when they come from there. And they have a various assortment of toys and beds, <laughs> you name it. Yeah. And Kelly was so nice because um, Ryan yesterday had to work at the ER and we're very short staffed. So usually I would be able to just pop out and bring one of my dogs to the groomer. Um, but I wasn't able to. So Kelly, we did Uber for Toby. Yeah. So <laughs> Kelly came and picked up little old man, Toby, and then brought him back. And, um, he had a nice, nice day with Kelly. And then she Aww. told me she took him into Starbucks. <laughs> I did. It was, well, it was freezing cold. I wanted to bring Kim a chai tea latte. Cause that's like her drug of choice mm-hmm. down there mm-hmm. when she's working. And, um, so I, I was like stuck because my dogs are big and they're not that old when you compare them to Toby. And so I could just run in and grab a coffee and come out. It would be fine. But he's so little and old and frail. So I tucked him under my scarf and I carried him in and I was trying to be so discreet thinking no one was going to see. And then the whole staff erupted and was like, oh my gosh, she's got a dog. Does he want a pup cup? Aww, <laughs> he has, he has no, t- well, he would probably do well with a pup cup. No I wasn't going to upset his stomach, <laughs> but they, they got a big kick out of it and they had had a tough day. So they were like, you brought the therapy dog. Thank you so much. Aww. It's amazing what pets can do for people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we wish you, Ryan, all the best, and we wish Buddy the best. And thank you you so much for being with us today. And uh, we hope that we'll have you on our podcast again. I'd be honored. Uh, You know, Kelly and I have worked together for a long time. She's one of my favorite people on earth. 
So anytime I can do anything to help, uh, count me in. And she feels the same way about you. I do. Because I've heard a lot about you. Who is this guy for crying out loud? (laughs) Who is this Ryan? We need to to talk about this Ryan. We need to get him on the podcast. She's been saying that to me for close to a year. Yeah. Well, and Kim and I, we always say at the conclusion of our podcast, thank thank you for keeping us out of of the doghouse. It is rough out there, rough out there.